Ladies and gentlemen, you welcome back to the Nigerian Story Podcast. This is episode 53, tagged Inside Ninja Education. In a better sense, it is called Inside Nigeria Education. And this show promises to be interesting, revealing, and informative. Alright, to all our listeners far and wide, we want to say thank you for listening. And at the same time, if this is the first time of listening to us on the show today, we want to say thank you very much and uh, we are so grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So, do well to share the link to your friends and family. Tell the whole world about TNS, the Nigerian Story Podcast. Follow us on anchor.fm forward slash the Nigerian Story Podcast. Let me take that again. Anchor.fm forward slash the Nigerian Story Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, as I've said before now, this is episode 53, which we have called inside nigeria education my name is Siri remember my friends call me here to the white to the whole to the d to the to the j to the high ayodiji adegbola your very own political doctor well ladies and gentlemen if you are just listening to us if you listen very well and you hear a baby speaking really we have a baby in the show today really and she has been disturbing us really esther can you come and say hi to people on the show say hi say hi can you hear that her name is queen esther all right on the show i am not here alone and i know you know i am always here with a damsel and she is oluwatosi adiola daguro popularly called lady ig lady instagram as me i will say lady ig short for igbaboyemi okay um ladies and gentlemen now let's let's go let's let's go on the show today we have we are looking at the topic inside Ninja education. What are we talking about in essence? You know, I was having a discussion at the same time, I was thinking and having a very deep thought with some friends of mine, and they were sharing with me how they have discovered or how they have seen Nigerians abroad doing excellently well than when they are in Nigeria when it comes to education. Now, what we have to think about it why is it that? when some nigerians are in nigeria for example probably when you are in nigeria probably you are you are number <laughs> probably you are number 700 in your class for example and imagine you now travel abroad and before you know it you are just coming at the top of your class why is it that nigerians or there's there are some factors that actually cap uh, that actually limiting what or the academic performance of the students here in nigeria or what village people syndrome okay <laughs> is it that it is village people syndrome as um miss baboyemi has said or what is it precisely so these and many more are things that we are going to be looking at the challenges we nigerians face when it comes to education in nigeria what are the challenges that we have in nigeria what what are the problem what are the challenges and at the same time why do we have these challenges at the same time what are the way forward and what are our advice for nigerians please keep it on lockdown as this show promises to be very interesting as in a up as in a up for niger u.s lawmakers stop 875 million dollar defense equipment sale to nigeria well another breaking one international refugee law permits Igbo to enter any country with fake passports agitators lawyer and here's a funny one i don't understand it much 
Cuts jails Chinese billionaire 18 years for provoking trouble. Okay, I'll say that, well, the same brain that worked in Nigeria went to work outside the country. But the difference is clear and it's glaring. One is the uh, system of education in this part of the world is or can be so frustrating. <laughs> Those in school can really, really, <laughs> they can really, really understand what I'm trying to say. You it know, can really uh, be very frustrating. Yeah, Ola You know, you said the system of education in Nigeria can be really frustrating. But at the same time, but at the same time, you know, um, there was a program I did that time in Ekiti State, Nigeria. Ekiti is um, located at the southwest, in uh, one of the southwest states in Nigeria, southwestern state in Nigeria, if you are not in Nigeria. So, uh, very close to Ondo State. So, I did that program, and after doing the program, I was complaining that, ah, man, this program is so rigid. They did this, was they did it, that was, and lo and behold, I went to do another program. And it was almost the same thing, very rigorous. And I was thinking, and uh, again, I was thinking, ah, maybe it's that place, uh, maybe it's because, uh, you know, Ondo State and Nikiti State, probably they are close. I went to Oyo State. <laughs> This same Nigeria, ladies and gentlemen, I must tell you the same thing. Well, let me make a correction here. I am not saying that the official, uh, let me put that word, the official, what's another word for official? Uh, official one. Okay. The official word, I mean, the official educational system, syllabus, and everything might be uh, a bit tolerable, but I, what I mean the Nigeria education system, I mean the impactors, uh, me, sorry, the teachers, the lecturers, the instructors, the way they do this thing and the way it has been structured, not formally, <laughs> that was what the word I was, not formally, it, in the book it might be different, but what we have all got used to, both the lecturers and the students, is that you make life unbearable for each other. For example, though there are few ones that really have gone out, have seen the difference and try to inculcate that part into it, but you know, it's not like that generally. These uh, lecturers do not put so many things into cognizance. For example, just for example, not in your dreams in Nigeria here anyway. For example, you have to write a test or an exam and you are emotionally unbalanced okay for example your boyfriend tutored you and you know you at own. that point you are on your own you're uh, you are down you know, it is all the only thing you know now is tissue that's what you are just using to clean my breakfast. and then abroad there they understand that uh, the total well-being of an individual is very important and so emotionally you have you also have to be very balanced to be able to do something so it could be used as as i will not really say an excuse it can be used as a reason why you are not really fit to take that exam or test at that point and then you can do makeup or it can be shifted so that you can do it at your own convenience but my dear come back to nigeria we were abroad outside actually when i said that now we're back to nigeria if you come back and come to tell <laughs> You don't even have a mouth to tell your lecturer that uh, I, 
Even to some lecturers, if you say you are not feeling fine, you have to bring a, a medical report. Ah, sure. That is even a well, it's normal. We have students that their mommy is always mm-hmm. dying every 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 weekend. <laughs> so that that is that is that actually is fair. That is fair, but. You cannot just walk up to your Nigerian lecturer and say, ah, sir, I am emotionally down now. Either I, I am depressed or you can't just say it. Because even when you have good valid reasons, if you say you broke your head or your legs, some of the lecturers bring the broken legs in POP, come to class and still do this thing. So those are some of the reasons we do not actually take cognizance of the total well-being of a child. I mean, right from primary school, even, sorry, right from crutch, even to the tertiary institution, we do not take all those things into cognizance. That is one of the reasons. I think I should come in here, really. Olatosin has said something very important. I think at this uh, uh, junction, I should I should uh, uh, make um, something very clear here. When we are talking about abroad, really abroad that we are talking about, I am not talking about countries like, no, I mean like Kutunu. I'm not talking about countries like, like Ghana, you know those those are very as i mean why am i saying that i'm saying that because they are very close to nigeria and at the same time they are just they are just within this our we still have one way or the other we still have almost not the same but almost the same way of doing things now i'm talking about the western states the i'm talking about a uh, country of the west i'm talking about european countries majority of them and just a few other countries like that now when we are talking about the challenges why we have some students passing or doing excellently we are abroad and in nigeria probably they, they cannot raise their head i feel let me talk from a personal experience you know i used to have this lecturer ayo <laughs> is always very practical and personal sometimes i used to have this very lecturer some lecturers that will tell you that um your ideas are not needed in the sense that they are expecting you to give them what they gave you during during class some of them will let you know that what they want to see is what was written in your in your text i mean what they gave you as your uh, instructional materials as your course materials so you going outside there you are actually going to get zero and i have i used to have a lecturer too at that time and um some lecturers will come and tell you that um if you are like why answering questions during exams don't answer based on your own idea answer based on what they are giving you in the sense that it makes people uh to be subjective not being objective in their form of analysis and uh a point of analysis okay i think <laughs> the truth is this some of those lecturers have to grow through from uh rigid uh learning rigid risk in their learning and it affects them they try to want to put it to the coming generation and sometimes when they see how smart some of these incoming generations are the fear of being uh subjugated i think gets them and they just want you to live in their shadows so by that they don't want your creativity to come out and it just Wait, are you trying to say that probably some really we are not actually saying on this show that all our lecturers are like that no no no, no, no. the point we are trying to make is that some of our lecturers some of our lecturers are having this challenge Really, uh, probably let me come to let me give Oluwatosin, let me help her to use the word. Probably she said that the students are maybe intimidating the lecturers, but I tell you, we have lecturers intimidating students with knowledge, yes, as in they will tell you what do you know, you don't know anything. So, in the recess, if I, I don't know any, I don't know anything, so that's why I'm in school. But they will ask questions from you, 
to the point whereby you can't see anything again and nothing you say makes sense so intimidation is one of the reasons why probably uh why we have some of this challenge that we have in our educational system okay another thing i think that could be a reason is lack of a a conducive environment uh i will not really say that our uh, uh, environment is not conducive when i mean conducive i don't just mean the physical environment i mean the rapport we have with our lecturers the way we can actually relate with them without fear of being a uh, hmm. the english has escaped bullied. me aha without the fear of being bullied for example there you can actually say your mind you can you can actually express yourself without being rude and actually making your point but here there's the, there's a way that our minds have been conditioned i think the new generation now i mean those in the kg classes now and primary school are breaking out of that that we have been conditioned right from childhood that you can you don't just question an elderly person either the person is saying the wrong thing or the right thing so that way it just kind of subverted our minds and we we're not creative with it and we took that to the tertiary institution for example you can't just tell your lecturer about something either good or bad or try to share your idea if you do that you risk uh you run the risk of uh having your grace shortchanged not in all cases but the fear of shortchanging your grades is the beginning of wisdom yeah i think i should just come in here i think uh something else that i, I should also look at is that um the multiplier effect of motivation on the students from this lecturer some of these our academic um, staffs are not really being paid well they are not happy some of them are not really happy to come to class they have a lot of debt <laughs> when i mean i mean debt they have a lot of things to pay and you expect such a person to be in a good condition well i don't really blame them is some of the reasons why they they having this issue is because of the issue they have with their employer which is the government currently we've heard over the news that they asu that's academic staff union of universities they are also planning to go on strike again they want they hung up they yeah. want to release yes back. they want to go they want to resume and ever since the creation of uh, asu in 1978 this thing has been very very recurring so how do you expect the student even the students how do you expect them to be happy and on top of all of that matter the yoga yoga pata 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 of them, them all. all when they now think about the whole thing that wait so after finishing school please what is all. what is the prospect where is the job that they want to do the assurance is 0.000 with let's just start 0.005 for those that have assurance for those that do not have well 0.000001 so now tell me how how will all of these things not kill them right? so those are some of the very very important things that are actually affecting the psyche of nigerian students and at the same time of their instructor okay this is just chippity we are not trying to bring down the educational sector in nigeria but we are just trying to say we could be better and we should strive to be better so to our lecturers we say a very big kudos to you and 
thank you for all your efforts. And to our students, you are much more than you think you are. Yeah, thank you very much, Lady Aji Asedi Hall. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to us on the show. Next week is another day for you to be with us. Please feel free to share your message and comment with us on plus two three four three three eight seven one four eight zero, or send us a mail via revivedenjoymission at gmail.com. Please stay safe and remember, we love you. Please play safe and stay safe. God bless you. We love you. Bye. Bye.